Duncan Fletcher here from PADS. I'm the executive director. I'm here along with my co-pilot, Stephanie Thorburn. Stephanie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to uh, dive into the Athlete Development Summit and Research Symposium. Absolutely. It's a bonus podcast session here. We want to make sure everyone is 100% aware of what we are doing for the Athlete Development Summit and the Research Symposium. So we're going to do a little bit of a breakdown around a couple different things to hopefully provide everyone here with an insight as to what's coming down the pike, because it's the first time we've had this summit in three years. Holy smokes. Was there a pandemic or what, Steph? <laughs> there was. And um, to actually be together to feed off of one each of feed off of one another, the networking opportunities. It's really great to bring the gang back together again. It's been way too long. So I'm excited to see everybody network, interact, interface, and um, really sit through some really interesting sessions and learn from experts in all the different fields. Absolutely there. You said feed on. I and mean, thankfully, the pandemic wasn't that bad where this gun to cannibalism or something out of a post, <laughs> you know, zombie a cop apocalypse here. We're all coming back together. And like you said, I completely agree. Uh, the people that work in this industry are some of the best people on the planet, and we're fortunate enough to be able to get them all together. And that's where they're coming from. They're coming from all over the planet. We've got people coming from the UK, Australia, and all places and points in between. So we're excited to, to be able to kind of walk through what you can expect if you're coming, and hopefully if you're listening to this, why you should rip out the Amex card, put yourself in a position to get to New York City, because you know once you get here, unfortunately... New York City, you will need that Amex. So Steph, why don't we dive into it here? What do you think? Let's start with one of the things I think that we all take away from this summit is how awesome it is to be able to network with all of these people across all of these different fields. And when we really kind of sit down and talk to the folks that have come to it year over year over year, what we hear is that the biggest takeaway is I get to talk to all these different really cool people that are doing interesting things across different sports. Would you agree with that, Steph? I would. And these relationships are ones that you you build, you foster, and then you maintain. When I think about the attendees over the last, you know, 10, 12 years, it's amazing to see how these relationships have really blossomed and how we now look to one another to gain insight as resources. And it's really because of the summit, because it's an opportunity to come together with like-minded individuals that are going through the same types of obstacles, challenges, as well as successes that you're going through. And so you're able to bounce back ideas, share resources, presenters, what's working, what's not working. And so to be able to come together this year, I think it's going to be so beneficial for all of us in this field to finally have that opportunity to see one another face-to-face -face and continue that relationship building and that networking. Absolutely, especially after this three-year hiatus. So again, we're excited to be back. Let's rip through the agenda here so everyone kind of gets a little bit of a feel for what you can expect if you make the trek to New York City, the Big Apple. I think one of the cool things that we've been able to put together for this year is we've heard from many of the attendees in the past that they'd love to hear from athletes about their experiences and how they've interacted with athlete development specialists. And one of the things we wanted to do as we see the continued rise and awareness of the conversation around mental health is we wanted to bring together actual athletes to talk about their experiences, 
talking to, dealing with the mental health challenges of being a major professional athlete. And then some of these folks have competed professionally and have now migrated into careers as mental health, either advocates or practitioners. So we're super fortunate to have Christina McHale, Niha Uberoy, and Christian Thomas, all three elite athletes who will be coming to talk about their experiences in professional sports and dealing with mental health. So I think that's one of the things we were really excited about bringing together, right, Steph, is this idea of, hey, like we get athletes talking about these issues and talking about now how they help other athletes deal with them. Yeah. And I think that perspective is so important for those that are going to be sitting in the room. So when they're starting to have those conversations with those athletes that they're working with that are beginning that transition, you know, they have that storytelling component that they're able to, to share with those athletes, individuals that have walked in their shoes, you know, so to speak, and have lived it and can share some insight and some key pointers of, you know, what's helping, what's not helping and how these individuals in the athlete development space can better serve the athletes that they're currently working with. Yeah, completely agree. It's one thing to have some guy that, you know, maybe has never worn the shoes of an athlete talk about some of the issues they may face versus actually hearing from the athletes themselves that have made that transition out of sport and are now actually wearing that mental health hat or as a, as a, somebody that's there to help. I think getting that perspective is going to be awesome. And I think, again, hopefully that provides the folks that work in the space some real insight as well. The other thing that we've kind of got going on too is this idea that We've got another gentleman actually coming all the way from Australia to talk to us about the value of athlete development being integrated deeply into the culture of an organization and how that can help drive performance outcomes. So I think that's one of the things that's fascinating about uh, Shane, who's one of the guys that'll be coming down, Shane McCurry again, who has worked with the Richmond Tigers in the AFL as well as a range of other sports organizations. That's one of the things he's done very well is, is he's actually gone through the process of deeply integrating the athlete development service structure into the, the team, which as Bowie knows is super important, right? So I think that's one of the cool things is that, you know, w- w- this idea of, of kind of seeing where, where the envelope can be pushed. I think that's what Shane's doing. And I think it's important about, or important for, I should say, our folks to learn more about it. Yeah. And I think there's still individuals in this space who are struggling with upper management to have that buy-in to hear from Shane how he was able to help shift that narrative, shift the culture. I think that's going to be very useful information to go back to their organizations and provide a different perspective. Absolutely. Boy, nailed it again, buddy. Just so you know, that's Steph's dog, Boy, there. Uh, I have a hard time saying it for whatever reason. I'm going to blame my Canadian accent. But let me tell you, he's got hard opinions on these athlete development issues. That's for sure. So moving on to the next speaker, we're super stoked to have Lauren Walsh coming in to talk about Branding and the monetization of athletes in, in, in social media. And I think that's obviously when you look at what's going on with NIL, the increased importance of these different platforms and social media to help athletes not only spread the word about what they're doing, but it's like, how do they monetize it? And I think that's been a real mystery for a lot of our folks is how do you monetize this world in a way that's relevant and authentic to the athlete? And I think that's what Lauren's going to be able to come in and talk to us about. Yeah. In the last three years, social media has really taken um, such a front row seat in the lives of so many of us, and especially athletes. During the height of the pandemic, it was their sense of connectivity to the outside world. So having someone like Lauren come in and be able to share, here are some strategies and tactics to utilize social media that can benefit your athletes, I think is fantastic. 
A hundred percent. And Lauren's coming at it from a perspective too, where that's her job. Her job is to help athletes. So she's worked with a wide range of athletes and entertainers to help them monetize their social media existence or their social media persona. And I think that's hopefully she can help provide all these folks who are attending an actual pathway as to how you can help your athletes understand how to monetize that. So I think that's going to be a fascinating conversation. Next one we got on the list, quite exciting here, is a consistency in hiring athlete development specialists. As we all know, this industry is, is still relatively new and the process to identify talent isn't necessarily as obvious as it has in other parts of the sports world. So I think we're, we've got together a group of, I would argue, a murderer's row of athlete development specialists from a wide range of sports and experiences to kind of talk about what are the best practices and how do you hire these people that want to work in this space that can actually have an impact. So I know that I'm excited about this and we're not quite sure 100% where it's going to go because I think there's going to be some unique perspectives brought to bear on it. Yeah. And I think one thing that is very interesting is that the panel is created by individuals who all have such different backgrounds and paths in which they entered this field and the journey that they've taken. I think that's important that there isn't just one path to take to be successful in the space of athlete development. You know, there are definitely similarities in terms of uh, successful traits and skill sets, but the way in which they were able to be successful in that journey has been different. And I think that's important to share. And one thing I wanted to add, Duncan, was, as we mentioned at the beginning, that the networking part of this summit has always been something that we, we say is extremely beneficial. And, and because of that, we have incorporated some networking breaks throughout the schedule. So it's not just that five-minute bathroom break. There, there is a substantive amount of time that you're able to connect with those in the room, with the speakers, to ask additional questions or talk to peers that are in the room. And to begin building that network or reconnecting with individuals you hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, we really want you to shake hands and kiss babies, uh, so to speak. We want you to go out and meet different folks. And I think that creating that time and that breathing space to do that, it's a big part of why the Athlete Development Summit has a ton of value. And that kind of ties into one of the next issues, I guess, in a lot of ways is, you know, speaking of shaking hands and, and kissing babies is that sort of political side of things. And, you know, we all know that sports is 100% apolitical, right, Steph? A hundred percent. There's no opinions. A hundred percent. Of course, that's not the case. And I think in light of what we've seen over the last few years and the ongoing political polarization, not only in the United States, but obviously even beyond, you know, some of the issues that athletes are being asked to address are, are some pretty hot potatoes, as it were. Indeed. And so we are excited to bring in someone who has seen success in this space Tracy Blunt, and she's going to come in and talk to all of you about the situations that she had to navigate and how she was able to be as successful in those kind of dicey situations. So we're excited for her to come in, especially on this hot topic, I would say. Absolutely. And again, she's coming out of having to uh, work with the National Football League. So she was knee deep in all kinds of issues because everybody seems to look to the NFL and obviously the other big sports as well. And the pressure that's kind of placed upon these folks to respond to these issues, whether rightly or wrongly, they're, they're asked to, to play a role in it. And I think understanding some of the strategies that she was able to use may be helpful for our folks uh, to be able to share with their, with their athletes and maybe even with their respective organizations as well. So we hope everyone finds that awesome. I take us to our next one, which is I think a fascinating one is we have Deborah Merman from the National Basketball Players Association coming to talk about how they're really beginning to integrate metrics, specifically athlete development metrics, 
in order to really understand how their initiatives, resources, and services are impacting their athletes and how they can more appropriately attune them so that they're engaging their athletes over the long run. Which I think, again, when you talk about metrics, you talk about data stuff, that's going to be one of those things that if we're not talking about that, a lot of people are like, well, then what are we talking about, right? You can't manage what you can't measure, as they say. Yeah. And I think data has one of the components of this field that has allowed us to excel. When I started in this field, I won't mention how many years ago, it was seen as an addition. It wasn't seen as a necessity. And we started to incorporate data into play. And I feel that really helped move the needle. So I think it's fantastic the work that they're doing to show the metrics and the value of athlete development. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, as we kind of talk about the metrics thing, I think this is a conversation that's only going to continue to expand. And I'm looking forward to better understand what the MBPA and again, National Basketball Players Association has done to sort of begin that conversation, begin that process. So it should be a really entertaining conversation. Other conversations we've got coming down the pike. Again, we've got, we're going to have a conversation with Tammy Hansen from USADA, which is the anti-doping agency for the United States. You know, there's a lot of uh, shenanigans that are taking place in the sports world. And it's only, it seems like it's an ongoing game of cat and mouse. And the last time we had somebody from USADA was probably seven years ago, I want to say roughly. So Tammy's going to come and talk to the whole group about, hey, here's what's going on now in the in the doping world and maybe some provide some really good information to our folks about what to keep an eye on for. I know, Steph, that we've talked about this many times is, is that, you know, having an understanding of how this can can play out is, is super helpful in terms of how you interact with your athletes. Absolutely. And, and just how the evolution of drug has evolved throughout sport, I think, is important, especially since this conversation was had seven years ago. Things has most certainly changed, and I think it'll be great to get some updated information. Always good to have this conversation, uh, and I think we're looking forward to having Tammy coming again. Appreciate you, Sada, getting involved as well. So uh, shout out to John Boba if you're listening. The other conversation, again, if we haven't put you to sleep with this particular podcast that we got going on here, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to tell you maybe what you need to do to improve your napping. So we've got <laughs> another conversation around sleep coming at you. We're super fortunate to have Dr. Michael Jaffe coming in from the University of Florida, who's got a fascinating background from a military perspective that has done a lot of work in examining how to optimize your sleep in order to improve your performance. And they've got a lot of information about some of the different things that can be done to enhance performance through sleep. So I know, Steph, that we've had a couple of really cool conversations with Dr. Jaffe as we sort of prepared for this. I don't know about you, but this is one of the ones I'm particularly excited to learn more about. I'm very excited, especially as he hit on some topics that I think really relate to a lot of the individuals that will be in attendance in terms of their athletes traveling different time zones, the impact, early risers, late risers. It was fascinating. And you know, I applied it to myself as, as a mom of three rather than an elite athlete. But I think it's very enlightening and, and some things are a bit shocking. I think this information will allow some organizations maybe to schedule differently, or at least be aware of how to provide information so their athletes are performing at their best with the, the appropriate amount of sleep, if at all possible. Well, I mean, sleep is such an important factor in performance. And, you know, it's something that everybody can relate to, whether you're an elite athlete or you're just some schmo running a podcast like I am, you know, everybody sleeps. So at the end of the day, I think getting a better understanding of how to communicate to your athletes about it can only be helpful. And it, particularly, if it can, it can help their performance. So that's kind of a quick rundown on the agenda. And again, there'll be some changes in there, probably subtle, that in order to continue to boost and provide some phenomenal value to our folks, 
But I think one of the other things that we've got going on, we hope that everybody wants to stick their head in and as the research symposium. We started this, you know, obviously pre-pandemic, we ran it for about three or four years. The, the Athlete Development Research Symposium was trying to identify the best research that's being done in the athlete development space, bring it under one umbrella and sort of help provide academics the opportunity to interact with industry. And again, there's some really cool topics that are being brought to bear this year. We're excited to hear more about it. And we would encourage anybody that is interested in athlete development to definitely take the time to add that extra day to your calendar or actually half day really to come and learn more about what's going on in the research space. We've got some phenomenal stuff. I'm going to rip it at you here real quick. Steph, feel free to stop me if there's anything you want to chime in on. So we've got some research that's coming in from Dr. Simon Pack and his colleagues discussing the transfer portal, whether or not is a, he calls it a black hole, maybe it is, and how that process could potentially be improved or there could be services brought to bear to help athletes deal with going through that process, which is kind of interesting. We've got one of the leading researchers on branding in athletes that's done a paper with, and I'm going to butcher her name, so I apologize in advance, Natalia Bredekanina and Dr. Tilo Kunkel are, has submitted a, a, some research around the NIL and exploring how students are feeling you know, the perception of how they're being supported by their respective institutions. So I know that we're excited about that one, right, Tilo? Then we've got a retrospective study on retiring college athletes' needs. Again, that's the importance of addressing transition. We've got Hannah Klutzer and Dr. Elizabeth Taylor coming in to do that conversation. Then we've got a couple of international perspectives coming in here. We've got Cross the Pond, an exploration of the American collegiate system as a pathway for elite British female gymnasts. Dr. Emma Vickers and her colleagues coming over to talk about that one. Another international one is Big Fish to Little Fish, Migration of Athletes from Small Island Nations. That'll be a fascinating conversation to understand some of the challenges that are faced by those coming from smaller environments into the, the big world of professional sports. Dr. Emily Cartigny. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. So apologies, Emily, for that one. Coming over for the UK on that one. The WTA, now folks, in case you don't know this, Steph, I know you know this, is that the WTA does absolutely world-class research. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Dr. Carol Otis and Thomas Livingood, our old friend Tom Livingood coming at us on the research side. Again, continuing to explore issues related to increasing the career longevity of adolescent athletes as they're coming onto the, the WTA tour. I think this is part, if I'm not mistaken, Stephanie, part of their ongoing longitudinal studies that they're doing with their, with their athletes. So again, that one there is worth the price of admission alone. Uh, the WTA does some phenomenal research. So you're going to want to get your ear holes in to hear that one for sure. We also got some information from a Dr. Jim Dennison talking about return to play protocols for concussions and tracing the uncertainties and the controversies associated with it. Folks, I don't know if you've already felt this or not, but there is some hardcore data coming out here. It's going to be fascinating. These are short presentations. They're not going to be an hour-long drone fest. This is like walking into the equivalent of a research machine gun. You're looking at about 20 to 25-minute presentations for each of these. So again, that's why it's only half a day, runs from about 11 to 5 o'clock. And then uh, from Australia, we've got Justine Whipper coming to talk about some of her experiences in cricket, smashing the boundary, understanding the career planning and development experiences in cricket. We've also got the lived experience of performance lifestyle practitioners within the British high performance system. Chris Wagstaff, Jane Holden are coming over to talk about that. A couple of our friends here from the University of Florida 
who have got a paper in about the identity continuity of transition athletes. Again, understanding how people are transitioning from elite athletics, and that's Yunki Chin and Dr. Minjin Kim, along with our old friends, Dr. Elodie Wenling and Dr. Michael Sagas. So there you have it. I think that's a pretty good rundown of what we got going on the symposium side. Steph, did I miss anything or did I kind of hit that hard enough for you? No, I think you hit that hard enough. We're going to wrap up that day with a great reception hosted by the MLB. So a way for those that attended the research symposium to continue to network and and digest the information they learned. And for those who are only able to make it to the summit, come in the evening before and kind of hit the ground running, seeing folks connecting and getting excited for the next two days of information. Absolutely. And again, just so everybody knows, this is taking place May 24th, 25th, and 26th. Symposium's on the 24th. The summit's on the 25th, 26th. This is all going down in New York City, Manhattan. We're taking place at Midtown at the Cornell Industrial and Labor Relations Conference Center in Midtown Manhattan. It's going to be a hoot. We hope you guys are able to make it. And for those of you guys that are listening right now, I do want you to know that we do have a special bonus promo code for you. Bonus pod. 2380s. That's a discount code. You slap that in. That's going to save you a few bucks when you go to register because you had the patience to listen to Stephanie and I riff <laughs> on the podcast. Again, that is a bonus pod 2380s. And that's the numbers 23. Again, bonus pod 2380s. Type that in. You'll save a few bucks and hopefully we'll see you in New York. Steph, anything I got to add here? I'm looking forward to it and can't wait to see everyone. Tell your friends, tell your colleagues. The gang is back together. The band is back. We look forward to seeing you in New York.